Okay, you guys, let me ask you a question. Do you struggle to get your weddings featured? Are your wedding submissions constantly being rejected from your dream publications? Does the thought of creating your own submission completely overwhelm you? Well, this is exactly why I created Submission Support, to help wedding photographers and planners just like you. Inside our monthly email membership community is where you'll learn what makes a good submission, how to start thinking like an editor, how to curate your images, and how to submit your next wedding all on your own. I've helped dozens of photographers and planners get featured, and now I get to help you directly in your inbox every month. To learn more, visit submissionsupport.twgna.com and join today. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to a brand new episode of Tea with Janae. I'm your host, Janae Kirshner of Janae Kirshner Photography and the photo education and coaching site, Tea with Janae. Tea with Janae is where we give real advice, tangible tips, and thoughtful insight about what it's really like to be a wedding photographer. I'm so excited for today's brand new episode because I'm chatting with Shani Galbraith from Canvas and Quaff all about how to collaborate with the beauty team for your next wedding. Shaney shares how wedding photographers, planners, and other industry vendors can create an incredible experience for their couple, as well as the vendor teams. A little bit about Shaney before we get started is that she has over 15 years of experience in the beauty industry, and she is the owner and founder of Canvas & Guaf. Canvas & Guaf serves the luxury market and embodies a less is more, high-touch approach to their clients, and I'm so excited that she's here. It's a good episode, you guys, so let's get excited. Let's grab a cup of tea and enjoy the show. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. I'm so excited you guys are here. I have a wonderful guest on the line today. Shani, can you say hi to everybody? Hi, everyone. Thank you for being here. I'm so excited to be here. I love your podcast. Oh, thank you so much. I'm so excited that you're here. This is a, a very e- E3 engaged moment. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're in E3 together. And then we finally met in person and engaged in New Orleans. Yes. yes. And we, we sat down at the table and you're like, girl, when am I going to be on your podcast? And I'm like, <laughs> well, whenever you want to be, let's do it. So here we are. <laughs> I love that. I learned a lot at an uh, engage about just like, shooting your shot which is something I think I'm uh my accountability group would say that I do often and I'm very good at um but then being at engage and hearing Bob Conti in the first timer session say you're never going to be you know in this situation again shoot your shot like talk to these people introduce yourself and hearing that was 
it was a great, it was, it was more of a, like, it was affirmative that I'm doing the right things. Yeah. So including saying things like, Hey, I love your podcast. I would love to be on it. Yep. And here we are. It works. Yeah. (laughs) I love it. Well, I'm so excited that you're here and we're going to be talking about a very great topic. I think for photographers and make makeup artists, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, we're going to talk about how to collaborate with the beauty team for Mm -hmm. your next wedding. This is, uh, I think I've only had one other makeup artist on before. And, you know, this is such a good topic that I think a a lot of people will learn from and hopefully Mm -hmm. go forward from today with a greater knowledge, understanding of like how these two teams can work together. So I'm very pumped about that. Me too. I love to talk about this specific topic. And I also think planners can learn from this too, like how to help like how to help their vendors work together. Yeah, I love that. So everyone's going to get some education today. So let's, mm. let's jump in. But before we get started, let's tell everybody a little about you, your company, and how you got started. Yes. So my company is Canvas and Quaff, not Coif. Quaff. <laughs> um, it's short for Quaffure, which is a fancy word for an elaborate hairstyle. Mm-hmm. And Canvas... Um, Canvas is literally because I say to my clients, you know, you gave me a great canvas or whatever. Like I, I say their, their face is my canvas. Um, so Canvas and Quaff is the name of my company. Um, we are a destination luxury bridal hair and makeup team. Um, I personally have been in the beauty industry for a very long time. since so 2005. Um, and I got my start, like a lot of makeup artists in the retail market. And then from there went into production, did photo shoots, music videos, short films, um, a lot of, you know, e-com marketing, that kind of thing for a long time. And honestly, for a long time, also thought I never want to do weddings, brides or bridezillas. That just sounds horrible. Um, and then a good friend of mine, Amy, who also worked in e-com marketing, um, production work. She had a bridal team and she needed some help. And I was like, okay, sure. Like I'll come do a couple of bridesmaids. That sounds like easy money because if we're being honest, bridal weddings pay more than production does. Mm-hmm. Um, unless you're like a super celebrity makeup artist. Um, <clears throat> so I started working with her and then helping her out on weekends and very quickly learned that, Weddings are, in fact, not all drama fests and, you know, not they're, they're actually a lot of fun. Um, and I started being a lead for her and learning that the relationship that I have with my bride is something that I really value. And then the relationship that I have with my vendor partners is also something I really value because your vendor partners are kind of like your coworkers where we don't have a nine to five. We don't go to a, a corporate office every day. So when you get to see certain wedding planners, photographers, florists, video, you know, those people over and over again, you develop those relationships and you get excited to see those people on the weekends when you have a wedding with people that you yeah. haven't seen in, you know, a few days or months or whatever. Um, so I really love that. Um, and so Amy um, had some life changes basically like we all do and decided I don't want to do a team anymore. And I had to make a decision on if I wanted to join another team or start my own. And I've always been someone who likes to be bossy. 
so <laughs> I decided to start my own team and yeah, it's been a, not even a roller coaster. It's just been up since it's been a really great journey. I think that I had um, a great head start because I did have some vendor relationships already from having worked on another team. Um and so, yeah, it's been, it's been wonderful. And in 2020, COVID gave me the opportunity to sit down and not hustle for a minute and mm-hmm. just think about my business and what I wanted for my future, what I wanted for my team, what I wanted my life to look like. And it also forced me to spend time with my family. And I learned that maybe being home occasionally on the weekends is not such a bad thing. And that working smarter, not harder, right, is so much more appealing to me than just go, 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 go. The hustle lifestyle, the a volume-based business. Yeah. Not to say there's anything wrong with a volume-based business. It just is not what I want for myself at this time in my life. Um, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think 2020 obviously was a really hard year for our industry. Absolutely. And, and people who are freelancers or small business owners who like work uh, with people, <laughs> you know, like have mm-hmm. to be at weddings. But mm-hmm. I look at it like the way you look at it, like a gift. Like it was a gift to me to reset my values, yeah. to reset what's important to me, to reset my ideal client and like really niche down into mm-hmm. a way that now two years in, two years later, the fruits of that labor have really come into fruition. Yes. Yes, yeah. exactly. I'm yeah. literally right there with you. And 2020 was the year that E3 started. Exactly. Yeah. And I don't mean, how long have you been in E3? Since the beginning. I'm an old G. I'm an okay. old schooler. Yeah. yeah. So Since I like joined, April. yeah, I joined in like June, I think mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. that year. So very shortly after it started. So I feel like an OG. Yeah. And yeah, like just to see where I was then and where I am now, it's, it's really incredible. And I, as much as COVID has been horrible, awful, sad, destructive for so many people, and I don't want to make light of that by any no, means. No, of course not. Yeah. Um, you know, I feel very fortunate that I was able to utilize that time um, to refigure some things out. Yeah. 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 I mean, we're just making lemonade out of lemons you know what i mean some people learn to speak spanish some people learn to knit (laughs) some people learn to bake bread i rebranded exactly yeah i and i remember when you joined e3 and then we're helping with the name and everybody was weighing Mm -hmm. in like canvas of quaff is amazing like if you don't know what quaff is i i I don't can't i can't help you there but yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's funny because i get a lot of compliments on that name and it's literally it's probably one of the like i am so proud that my brain was able to come up with that. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. It's so such a good one. I love it. Well, today, you know, we're going to talk about, you know, collaboration and collaborating with the beauty team and how to make your next wedding, like go really smoothly. So, mm-hmm. so let's talk about the beauty team, you know, and, you know, this podcast is for photographers, but we're going to talk about for everybody, you know, like mm-hmm. how can we collaborate with the beauty team for weddings? Yeah, so I personally as a luxury beauty team and I feel like the more beauty teams more luxury beauty teams that I follow and I talk with they also do this um my biggest thing that I want all photographers and planners to take away from this number one is your lead stylist or one of your stylists that does both hair and makeup or 
you know, if that's not an option, then one hair and one makeup should be staying around for touch-ups. Mm-hmm. And that is when we're going to collaborate the most with the photographer because mm-hmm. after all the services are done, you know, the photographer might come in towards the end of services. So, you know, you're not really going to be collaborating as much then, but it's after that when all the photos are taking place, that's when the magic happens with that mm-hmm. team. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that, you know, for me, if it's my first time working with a photographer, I will email them before the wedding weekend and say, Hey, this is who I am. This is what I do. I just want you to know I'm going to be along for touch-ups. If you need anything from me, if you see a hair in your, um, in your lens or I'm sorry, what do y'all call that? Oh yeah. My lens. Yeah. Viewfinder. Yeah. Viewfinder. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, If you see something, (laughs) if you see something in your viewfinder, that I maybe don't see because you're looking like really close up and I'm trying to stay behind you. So I'm not in the shot, you know, feel free to tell me like, Hey, there's a hair running across her forehead. Can you go get that? Or, Mm -hmm. you know, Hey, can you go over and fix that lipstick? Um, I'm here for that. Like, please tell me you see something, but also I think the biggest thing is it allows you to do your job. Like you don't have to run over and fix the hair, fix the lipstick. You can just look and focus on the photography while I'm looking and focusing on the hair and makeup and bonus points. If someone like Gabrielle Hurwitz is there, they're there to make sure the the dress, the attire, whatever stays the way it's supposed to be. So everybody has their lane and they're able to stay in it, but work together for a beautiful, cohesive, you know, art for yeah. the, the couple. Yeah. I love that. So when you say um, the beauty team staying for touch-ups, touch-ups. like how do we, like, how does the client do that? Like, is that something you suggest or the so planner suggests? Because I, I don't yeah. think the photographer. I think the photographer can suggest it. And I have had a few photographers recently come to me and say, like, hey, I, I mean, specifically after working with a team that has stayed for touch-ups, like, hey, I'm going to suggest this to all my brides. Like, I'm going to ask them, are you doing this? Because if you're not, you should. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think for photographers, it's going to make your life easier for so many reasons, like it's so much less editing you're going to have to do on the back end. And again, like it's just the little things that you don't have to worry about because the hair and makeup person is there. So what that looks like is after the services are over with, like I'm saying all the bridesmaids, the mamas, any guys, because we also offer men's grooming. Um, All those services are done and complete the brides and her dress you know, typically what happens is my associate artists that are there to help me with the, the other people, they get to scoop, they get to go home. I stay, I'm there with a literal, like a cute, big fanny pack that has all <laughs> of my, my tools and my tricks and my magic wand. And I'm going to kind of be attached to your hip with from a distance though, right. um, for the next few hours, I'm that. going to be there you know, to help, but also so much more than that. I always say like, it's so much more than hair and makeup. I feel like we often get to play therapist and we help the bride, you know, carry the bouquet when you're taking pictures and you don't want the bouquet in it. I'm the one who ends up holding it oftentimes. And I don't mind that. I want to clarify that right now because people are like, you don't have to do that. I don't mind doing that. I have a free hand. Let me help you. Mm -hmm. Um, That's 1000% my Enneagram wing two coming into play right there. Um, (laughs) I love it. I, but yeah, so, and then also same for Brad, like, let me hold your bottle of water. You should stay hydrated. Um, but yeah, I'm there to, like I said, touch up. If she's going to cry at the first look, we're going to fix that. She doesn't have to think about 
you know, oh, I can't be too emotional because my makeup might be ruined. Girl, mm-hmm. cry, be emotional, mm-hmm. laugh, enjoy your day, be you, be fully yourself and let let yourself feel all of your emotions. Mm-hmm. Do whatever it is you need to do. Like, it, I'm going to be there to fix that. And the photo team can take all those great pictures and the bride doesn't have to worry about having an awkward face because she's trying not to cry. Yeah. No, I love this. I have to say that I just had this experience. I've had a few um, makeup artists stay along the way, but I just had this wonderful experience um, for my last wedding with this incredible makeup artist. And she was with us throughout the whole portrait mm-hmm. um, before, pr- you know, prior to ceremony mm-hmm. and just so helpful and kind. And like, I'm obsessed with her. Yeah. Like, I like, like I just that. like, you have to use this woman. Like she is yeah. going to be like, this is who you need to book now because one, we got along great, I think. Yeah. And she just, the makeup was so on point yeah. that people commented, they were commenting on the sneak peeks, like she looks phenomenal who did her make, like it, you could tell, you know, like the level mm-hmm. of, so I love what you're saying. And I think, yeah, maybe as a photographer now, like when I send my, you know, we're all confirmed email, I'll be like, mm-hmm. maybe I put in there like, Hey, think about keeping your bridal team on for uh, your hair and makeup for Mm-hmm. or touch-ups would or you touch-ups. W- would you want hair too or like i guess do you do both like I how do does both. that split up okay you do both yeah okay. so i do both so if if i'm the when i'm the lead i have the ability to be there to do both i'm i'm you know i'm i know what to look for as far as you know smudged lipstick or runny mascara or oh lash corners popping up or something like that but also like hairpins poking out or hair sprung loose or whatever so i'm i'm looking for both if you have teams who you know there are a lot of teams that people only do makeup or only do hair then i would suggest having one of each stay so that way you've got because you you know you want people who know what they're doing um and i think that um yeah, having someone stay on, it just makes a big difference. And I also want to encourage you, I mean, specifically photographers, because I'm assuming most of you are doing their engagement photos. Mm -hmm. And if you're moving into the luxury sector, you're also photographing the welcome party and the rehearsal dinner. Mm -hmm. Hair and makeup should be booked for all of that stuff too. And I do think that at the where I'm at now, that is, I don't have to suggest it as much. It's just a given. The brides are saying, yes, I want these services. Um, but oftentimes, you know, you have to remind them like, Hey, if your photographer or your video team is going to be around for that welcome party or rehearsal dinner, you should have your hair and makeup done as well. Um, and again, I think that's another thing that just makes photo your, your editing on the back end so much easier because, you know, you've got a professional there to do that job. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. My, yeah. Experience when they come for engagement or if they have but they you wouldn't come on the engagement but more like the rehe- the welcome dinner rehearsal dinner and the wedding like that is great would you go on an engagement session yeah i do awesome oh, you, yeah you do. oh that's yeah. awesome oh, i haven't yeah. had that especially yet. they have like multiple outfit changes if oh, they're yeah. taking clothes off and on and you're kind of like shuffling around a lot yeah you know things might be need to be adjusted or they might want a different look per outfit like you might want to go from hair up to hair down or vice versa um and then with welcome party and rehearsal dinner i don't typically actually stay on for those because that's so much more low-key and it's a shorter time period Mm -hmm. unless they're like no no these speeches are going to get me i want you to stay like then yes i totally would yeah but it's yeah it's usually the days where we have 
more, you know, are more photo heavy, like with the, with the couple's portraits and things like that, that I'm staying mm-hmm. on for touch-ups. I love that. Yeah. So I think we kind of talked about this, but how, but how can we like, how can the photography and beauty team like utilize each other on a wedding that you think like, how can we best work together? Like, I love that you email. I've never had a makeup artist reach out to me prior. So I think that that is such a great tip. Like what, how can we make that better? I mean, I think that I have learned that it's okay to, to look over to the photographer and say, Hey, I see this vision in my head of this shot. I mean, we need to speak up when we see a great opportunity for a hair or makeup portrait. Like, I think that we could be utilizing you more by saying, I love this updo so much, or I love the way she looks in this light so much. Could you get me a beauty portrait like right here with this background Mm -hmm. and also reminding photographers to take landscape shots Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) because we need those for our websites yeah Um, oh totally guilty i need the reminder yeah Yeah. and then the in opposite you know for a photographer again like asking the beauty team to fix something asking i'm happy to hold a reflector like if you need an extra hand to hold a lens or hold a reflector ask me i'm happy to do that Mm -hmm. um and also you know i think it's not necessarily like we're your assistant, but you do have an extra set of hands. On yeah, the no, I'm not going to ask you to roll my film, but if you I want, mean, I could. Yeah, if but, you don't want mine holding my lens. <laughs> right. I mean, know. it's just, you know, use me. I'm there for you. I want these photos to look amazing just like you do. Right. Um, because obviously this is this is how we make money. I mean, I'm going to use these photos to turn around and hopefully book more clients. Utilize me. Right. Um yeah. So that's, that's the biggest way. It's just ask me to help you out with things. Um, I'm ha- I mean, I know a lot of the, ph- the photographers that I'm working with now don't necessarily have a shot list, but if you are planning on doing like a run through of family members, like I'm happy to yell, Hey, Bob, we need you over here, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> things like that. Yeah. Usually um, I have an assistant or m- some photographers will have assistants or a planner and planner will help mm-hmm. too. But that's so nice that you're offering. Like, I think the, what I think like the, the thing that's running through this, like the main thing is like collaboration, you know, mm-hmm. like being on the same team, being on the same mm-hmm. page, you know, you're, you want to give your client the best experience mm-hmm. and like knowing that you're part of the team like our, your coworkers, you know, basically what you said in the beginning yeah. is so, it's so refreshing. It's so nice to hear. I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think also, you know, I just because I have been doing this for a long time now, I think I've developed like a pretty good, I'm not, I'm not a Janae, but I have a good eye for, Hey, this is a great, this is great light, or this is a beautiful background. Like, again, like this would be a great spot to do a beauty portrait or, whatever. And yeah, no, I, I think I appreciate that. Yeah. I think that um, I know that for planners, obviously like detail shots, flat lays, the tablescapes, things like that, the, you know, the big drone tent shot are the things that are really important. I think for photographers though, like having all of that is so important. Couples want to see pictures of other couples, but they also want to see the tent and the table and all of that. And if I can help you get those great beauty shots, and that bride go, ooh, I want a picture of me like that. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. And I also like, 
you know, as a wedding photographer and being in the zone, like when I get to a wedding, I'm a little nervous and then Mm -hmm. I start relaxing and then I get in Mm -hmm. my zone, right? Like it Mm -hmm. just kicks in. I like it when people are like, hey, you know, there's a really great spot over here. Maybe go check it out. Mm-hmm. And like, obviously, I'm like, the you know, I'm going to make the decision like, yeah or no. Of course. But if this is a great spot, I'd be like, oh, my God, thank you. I didn't even know that was yeah. there. So yeah. I, I appreciate that. And I'm all about and have learned over the years, like, you got to get a great beauty shot. You have to get a great hair shot. Like, you guys want that and need it. And I want to work with you again. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So like it's it's reciprocal, right? Mm-hmm. It's like I'll scratch your back, you scratch mine. You know, I'll yeah. remember now horizontals. <laughs> like <laughs> I have my assistant. I'm like, please tell me to shoot horizontally, or I do. Yeah. I have my second shooter do it. I'm like, please shoot horizontally. Never do yeah. it. Um, force of habits. But yeah, I I think that's great knowing. Like if you were to say to me, can you just get a horizontal? Like in my ear, I'd be like, okay, yeah, got you, girl, got it, got yeah, it. yeah. <laughs> I think that's good. So from your experience, you know, like what, how has your team sort of been able to benefit from the photography team, you know, being in this good collaboration mode, you know, like, have you had some really great things happen? Like what, what has worked for you? I I mean, literally what we just talked about asking Mm -hmm. for horizontal shots, like being there to say, you know, I want this on my website. Like this is going to be a landing page picture because this bride it's it's all it's, you know if it's all the things the bride the dress the hair and makeup the the scenery the venue all the things like saying i i would love to have this um as a shot like that's been the, the most beneficial but then also honestly the relationship after working with you know specific photographers a few times we become a referral source for each other yeah. like i am very quick to tell a bride who, I mean, recently, sometimes it's happening more and more, I think, because as we level up, there are, you and I have heard this over and over and over again, a lot of referrals are going to come from people asking their friends and not asking Google. Mm -hmm. And I, it's almost like there's, as groups of people start getting married, groups of friends start getting married, people get engaged and they all kind of share that it like who did what at their wedding and who they loved, why they would hire them again or who they wouldn't hire again. Um, And oftentimes I'll get a bride who's just recently engaged. Hey, you did my friend's hair and makeup and I absolutely loved it. I heard y'all were so fun to work with. You know, what do I need to do to get that ball rolling? And my first question to them is always, What's your date? Who's your wedding planner? Who's your photographer? Mm -hmm. And I've had several recently who don't have a photographer yet. And I'm like, oh, well, let me suggest these people because I want to have good work in my portfolio. And I know these people are going to, you know, provide that and they're going to be great to work with Um, and vice versa. I have photographers refer me all the time. Yeah. So I do think, you know, sometimes people think like, you know, beauty teams are kind of not necessarily low on the totem pole, but later in the booking cycle. And yeah, that's typically true. But also sometimes we get a unicorn, a random one that's, you know, they're coming to us and saying, you know, I heard that y'all are so amazing, blah, blah, blah. Who do you recommend? And I love saying, I think you should work with these people because then that means I get to work with those people. Right. Yeah. And then you get 
great pictures and you have a good time and you know a good the, time yeah yeah the experience is going to be good and you're yep. going to serve your client in a really high caliber level kind of way yep. um yeah i and mean I, yeah go ahead i was going to say i do think also i've heard this from a client recently when the photo team and the like when there are multiple vendors at a wedding who are clearly friends and love working with each other it creates such a fun atmosphere for the couple and the bridal party mm -hmm. because then it's like these aren't strangers working with each other these are clearly people who have done this before they know their rhythm they know what they're doing and it just feels like a bunch of people you know ha working but also just having fun together yeah yeah. And I feel like when you find that combination, you know, the couples can see it and they can feel it. And yes. it's like, oh, today was amazing. Like yes. you guys were incredible. And it's like, yeah, because we just we get each other, you know, like when yes. that combination happens, that lightning in a bottle, you're like, yeah. Oh God, please, every wedding. Yes. <laughs> do it yes, again, yes. please. Let's yes. Do it again. Those are the ones I live for, man. When the couple's great, the bride's great, the groom's great. And then also planner, video, photo, like when all of the boxes are checked. Yeah. Those are the those are the best. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I had a wedding recently and it was raining all day and then it stopped. But the morning, you know, I had worked at the planner previously. I knew the makeup artist. I knew the video. Like I knew everybody. Mm -hmm. And we all were like on the same page. We're like, okay, we're going to go with the flow. Mm -hmm. And the couple was so like, they didn't care. You know, they're like just excited to get married. <laughs> and then we had this incredible day and they're so happy, you know, like that's, yeah. that's the plan. That's the goal. And then they had touch-ups. It was, it was really great. It was just a, a super day, which I love. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about something a little sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it because <laughs> I think, you know, we're honest here and uh, mm -hmm. all tangible tips. And I want to know because I want to have the best, you know, we're talking about client experience, you know, like what should mm -hmm. we avoid when we're approaching the beauty team? That's a great question. I, I took, I wrote out notes for this one <laughs> and I'll be actually, I'll be honest with you. I, um, I have an amazing accountability group that I'm very obsessed with. I think we're all obsessed with each other. And I asked them, last night, like, Hey, you know, do you guys have any thoughts on this? I just want to make sure from planner and photographer perspectives, I'm hitting all the right points. Um, and my friend, Abby, Abby McKinney was like, Ooh, number five, you know, how are you going to answer that? And I was like, that's a great question. And I just started typing and I was like, I'm glad that we talked about this because I got to type it all out and think about it, how I would want to answer it. And I'm 100% one of those people that will, say something like say have my thoughts i'll say the things and then a few hours later the next day i'll be like oh i wish i would have said this other thing too like why didn't i think of that so it that gave me the opportunity to really think about this because this one i don't think is more important than the other ones i just think that it might be more informational yeah yeah and that's what we're about yes so um i think the biggest thing is as you level up, this is not going to happen as often. But when it, if, if someone say the beauty team is running behind, we're going to specifically talk about that. Okay. If the beauty team is running behind, most likely it is 
not because they're slow at their job or they got there late. It is because something has been happening with the bridal party or the bride or circumstances out of our control. Um, and we are doing our best, but we cannot necessarily like rush and half-ass things to catch up with time because then we're not providing a high touch experience. Mm -hmm. So I do think that there are some things that can be done to avoid that though, Mm -hmm. from a photographer place and a planner place and a, and a beauty scene place. Mm -hmm. Um, I have, I can't tell you how many times I've been doing hair and makeup on a bride and a photo team will walk into the space and start turning lights off. And I can't do my job in the dark. Right. Um, And if you want me to hurry up and get finished, (laughs) I can't do it if the lights are off. (laughs) Also, I know you want the space to be pretty and well-kept and straightened up, but my kit is not for you to touch. Right. Oh gosh. No, Mm -mm. don't touch my shit. Um, I've had people come over and start moving things around. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And that is a big, like, first of all, it's just disrespectful and rude. I would not go over and start messing with your lenses and your bag. Yeah. But also if you move, like I have my kit set up a very specific way. And if you start moving things around, I don't know where you put stuff. And when I go to reach for it and it's not there, you're making me spend an extra however many seconds looking for a thing. And that's also costing time. Right. It's like a muscle memory, right? Like exactly. I, yeah, I yes. pack. Yeah, I pack my gear in a certain way every time yes. because I need yes. to know where stuff is quickly. So I've trained my assistant, like, please put this in the same way because if I if a battery dies or I need a new lens and it's not in the right spot, I'm wasting seconds. So I think yes. thinking thinking about it in that way for people listening is could be very helpful for them like don't touch somebody else's stuff Mm -hmm. like don't yeah i mean first of all makeup is expensive you guys like if you break a palette 75 100 dollars. like come on girl keep going up keep going up yeah no pat Pat (laughs) mcgrath is like 200 dollars. yeah don't even get yeah natasha denona come on please 200 dollars a palette yes yes i know my makeup too so this this is why i'm excited (laughs) (laughs) okay all of that but yes it is truly muscle memory it is muscle memory i I know exactly where my lash glue is and if you move it then i don't know where it is and then i'm like where the hell did my lash glue go right and then i'm frustrated because you moved my stuff yeah um i don't think i don't i really don't think a lot of high-end photographers are doing that but when i worked in the budget and lower lovely markets that's definitely a thing and it used to make me so mad um and as far as the lights go i don't i mean i understand that you're trying to figure things out for lighting purposes but i feel like if hair and makeup is still happening just wait yeah just wait a few minutes yeah um and also like usually you guys are if if it's like a window usually by the window or like yeah we're by a window and or like i carry a big it's called the makeup light like i have a light that i use however when we're doing hair, we're not necessarily in that position and we still need light to see. Yeah, of course. Um, oftentimes when we're doing hair, we get we get pushed away. Like they think, oh, they don't need as much light because it's not for makeup. So hair oftentimes gets set up somewhere on the other side of the room, which is fine as long as we have outlets, you know, we're good. Mm-hmm. But we still, we need to be able to see. Um, 
So that's a big thing. And then I think if all photographers, gosh, this is such a thing I wish all photographers would do. If all photographers would tell their bride ahead of wedding day, hey, I need your rings, your perfume, your shoes, whatever the details are that you want to take. If you're assuming you're doing detail shots on wedding day, if you would ask them to put all the things in one box or bag or whatever, and then assign that box or bag to a bridesmaid who will be done with their hair and makeup when you get there. So that way you can say, Hey, which bridesmaid, or you don't even have to say which bridesmaid, the the bride can just email you back and say, great, I'm putting Sarah in charge of all of this. Mm -hmm. You walk in and go, where's Sarah? I need that bag. You don't have to ask the bride, where's this? Where's this? Where's this? Where can we do this? Where's yeah. this? And she doesn't have to get up out of her hair and makeup chair 15 times. Right. Yeah, it's such a good tip. I do that myself. I email them. Uh, I have a couple emails that go out or I talk to the planner and they have, mm-hmm. you know, things are done for you. But yeah, it's like, where are your rings? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I get the paper in advance, but this is a good tip because, right like the seconds go by and she's missing or he's missing time in the chair and taking it away from you. And it's also like a tiny detail that she, that shouldn't be worried about the morning of the wedding. You know, like usually I, I would say like in my prep email, I'm just like, just make sure you have everything in one spot and like a decently clean location. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then I'll, and then I'll take it from there, you know? Yeah. 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 I love that. Um, and then the other thing that I think, <clears throat> again, I feel like as I level up, I'm not saying this as much anymore, but you know, for people who are maybe newer to hair and makeup or newer, newer for t- to photography or planning, even if you're a planner listening to this, um, the, the timeline communication between a photographer and a beauty team is so crucial. And I feel like the time given to beauty is often not, not, not incorrect, but not as specific as it needs to be. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I need to know, is the bride, I, I often say, what time does the bride need to be in her dress? Mm-hmm. And then from there, I back it up. She needs to be done ideally an hour before that with hair and makeup. But I think a lot of the times planners and photographers say, oh, the bride needs to be done by, you know, we'll say two o'clock. And in actuality, she needed to be done by 1.30 because they're taking pajama and robe photos with the bridal party. And mm-hmm. she's not ready for that because she's still in hair and makeup because you told them that she didn't need to be ready until two o'clock. Right. So I think that everyone having a clear, concise, specific timeline helps so much. And then from there, for all you hair and makeup artists listening, create a schedule. Don't just say we'll be there from 10 to 2. You need to have... Sarah's getting her hair done at 10 a.m. Katrina's getting her hair done at 10 a.m. You know, Michelle's getting her makeup done at 10 a.m. And then you have it appropriately time blocked. Don't rush it. If you need 45 minutes to do a service, a lot 45 minutes to do a service. Mm-hmm. And then schedule enough artists so that everybody can have 45 minutes to do a service in four hours or in three hours or five hours or whatever floats your boat. Mm -hmm. But I think just realizing that you need a team of X amount of people to do X amount of services so that everybody's finished preferably early, but definitely by on time. Mm -hmm. 
And again, like it's a collaborative effort. That way when photo walks in to start taking detail shots or taking the getting ready shots or, you know, whatever, whatever point you're walking in at, the bride is at the point in her hair and makeup where she can have her photos taken and she's not going to be like, oh no, don't take those photos right now. Right. Um, and that you're not scrambling. Everybody's got time. Everybody has plenty of time. That's the biggest thing is I just, I think that hair and makeup teams should communicate clearly. Planners, photographers should communicate clearly of expectations of, no, no, we actually need to take these pictures at this time. She needs to be in her dress at this time, you know, so on and so forth. Yeah. Um, I think that would help a lot with the running behind or the scrambling at the last minute. Yeah, definitely. And I guess the question would be, if I don't know who the beauty team is prior, mm -hmm. like would the, but there is a planner, but would you want the photographer to be like, hey, email the planner and be like, hey, can you just make sure you share the timeline? Yeah. With the plant, with the yeah. makeup team. Yeah. I, I mean, I specifically ask for it when I'm, I like to go about six weeks ahead of wedding day. I start nudging like, hey, for the planner specific, if it's a photographer that I have a good relationship, like literally a good relationship, like I've worked with them a few times, I would consider them an industry friend. I will reach out to them myself and say, mm -hmm. hey, do you have a tentative timeline for such and such as wedding? And then based on that, I create my own timeline. Mm -hmm. um, and then I will send a, a little rough draft to the planner and I will CC the photographer mm -hmm. and we, we all go from there. But in my emails, everybody's on it. So you see what I'm doing and I can see what you're doing and the planner sees what we're doing and everybody's on the same page. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. And then some planners like break down the timelines differently, like only give the makeup artist one thing and the photographer gets another thing. So like whenever I get a, a master timeline from the planner, yes. I always have my own timeline because yes. there are photography requests. There are different things I have to remember. So yeah, I love that. You know, and but I always always have on there hair or makeup done by this time. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And another thing is often a bride, and this is also helpful for photo, where photo and beauty can be working with each other. When we have brides, again, as you get into the luxury space, this is happening more and more. We have brides doing multiple looks, mm -hmm. and they might change into a second dress or even a third dress, and they're getting additional hair and makeup looks. Like we're completely changing it, going from a down due to an updo. Well, I have to put on the timeline, like, hey this bride is going to be away from this time to this time to do a second look. And you know, we're going to have to do some photos of that second look at that time. Yeah. So she can then go back to the dance floor and, you know, shake Mess it out. It up. But exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's another thing is like just noting on there, like I'm doing specific touch-ups, you know, from this time to this time, pre-ceremony, post-ceremony, yeah. you know, after, the first dance or cake cutting or dinner or serve, whatever, I'm taking her back to a suite. We're doing a whole different look, you know, and I think that specifically for, you know, you being able to plan out, okay, this is when I can sit down and eat. This is when I can take a break. Mm -hmm. This is when I can't take a break. I need to have my eyes open for these things. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I love this. This has been so good. I mean, what, you know, before we wrap up, like what would be like your biggest takeaways for like people listening that are like having some aha moments here? Like if you, if you want nothing else to come through, what would, what would be, the, what would they be? <laughs> I touch ups. A little bit. Yeah. Touch ups. I mean, touch have, up. tell your bride how valuable, tell, tell your planner friends, you know, tell 
your planner friends, your brides, um, your other photographer friends, just how valuable having the hair and makeup team stay on for touch-ups is and tell the grooms it's okay to have a little powder on your forehead to make you not as shiny to have some <laughs> hairspray you know let them put a little lotion on your hands so your cuticles don't look crusty and we can take those pretty ring shots oh that's nice yeah yeah um, I mean, it's, there's some guys who are like super metrosexual and they're all about the, the men's grooming. And then there's some guys who were like, I'm a man's man and I don't need that. And I kindly remind them that, you know, Dwayne, the rock Johnson gets makeup done. If he can get it done, you can get it done. Yeah. Oh gosh. I love him. <laughs> <laughs> Same. I have uh, a question. So like what, um, I've had an experience where the bride hated her makeup, like, uh, she hated it so much that she was hysterical Mm -hmm. and went into her room and like wouldn't come out like it was it was a lot and we have a trial or a preview done yeah yeah it was just you know i think it's like when people this is pre entry level luxury too where Uh she had someone different for rehearsal than the wedding which is never a good idea Mm -hmm. and so she loved Mm -hmm. to rehearsal hated her wedding and we were an hour behind, you know, like, yeah. and it was just because, oh, she was very unhappy and everybody had to work together to to still make it happen. And and we did, but it was very stressful. And I guess yeah. maybe, you know, like, I don't know, I navigated it as best I could, mm-hmm. but it had never happened before, you know, and I, it was shocking to me. So I don't mm-hmm. really know any takeaways to share, but I basically just rolled with the punches and I was like, well, yeah. we're going to miss out on X, Y, and Z because- your face is not done yet, you know? And then yeah. once she was happy, things got back, you know, we got on a track, not the track, but, right. <laughs> you know, I don't know how to navigate that. Like, are there maybe any like helpful tips there? And that's, I mean, that's honestly, that's a very tricky one. I, I think, you know, brides, if they're able to have a, I call it a preview. If you've already booked me or under contract, it's a preview, not a trial. We're not going to court. Um, (laughs) Love that. (laughs) It's a preview of your wedding day. And I even suggest that brides who are having, you know, rehearsal dinner look, welcome party look, or any additional looks on their wedding day, on a preview day, we're going to run through all of those Mm -hmm. because I want that nailed down. I'm going to send you a vision board afterwards with your outfits, the looks that we did, you know, so we have a plan. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's honestly the biggest way to avoid that is just to make sure you're you have a plan. And I don't understand people sending different artists for different things. If you're working with one team, you should be sending the same artist for yeah. all the things for that one bride. Yeah, um, that doesn't make sense to me. I, you know, I mean, be supportive. Tell her she's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I will say this, and this is not to say that, you know, you're doing anything wrong by it. But I think if when p- other people then start to talk to the makeup artist, like, well, why don't you try this? Why don't you do this? That just gets, that's not a good idea. Like that, that feels like more pressure on us. Yeah. Um, and also just let us do our job. I ha- actually had a situation recently where it wasn't the bride didn't dislike her makeup. She had a second, she had a, she had changed her mind about the literal lashes that she wanted to wear. Mm -hmm. I'm very pro individual lashes because I think they look more natural. Mm -hmm. 
I don't, I don't love the shots when the bride's looking down and you can clearly see a lash strip band. Um, or the so glue. I, or the glue. Yeah. So I love an individual lash or cluster lash. And this bride wanted a little bit more than an, than individual lashes would allow. So I, and I do carry some strip lashes with me. I'm just picky about them. Yeah. Um, and the make, or I'm sorry, I'm the makeup artist. The photographer was having her like do all this stuff and was like giving her opinion. And it was just confusing the broad even more. Mm-hmm. I yeah. can't stress enough to anybody. The The bride should be able to look in the mirror. I I, I wish all, I, I wish this for all people in general. Like I wish that you could look in the mirror and make a decision for yourself. I When you have to ask 10 different people is when it gets messed up and you get confused and it, that just doesn't help. And when uh, too many people are giving their opinion too, like just don't like let the bride figure it out for herself. Let the makeup right. artist and the bride work together to figure it out. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And I think uh, if you don't know anything about makeup, mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's yeah. hard for you to give advice, you know, I, yeah. I mean, I know what I like and right. I know what works well with me. And like, I l- literally, yes, uh, two days ago, I had like the best makeup artist experience, hair and makeup Who was it? in my know. life. Oh my gosh, Julia and Johnny, and they're from FaceTime Beauty. Shout out. I love FaceTime Beauty. Yeah. I follow and, them on Instagram. They do great work. Yeah. Lindsay's amazing. And I literally have never felt more beautiful in my entire life. It's oh, for the Knock Gala. And I, yes. just, I like, <gasps> oh, I saw your pictures. You looked amazing. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I just felt so glamorous and so beautiful and really communicating what I wanted. And they listened. And it was like the first time that experience had happened to me. So, like, now I'm like, okay, you guys are on speed dial. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're my go to. They set people. the standard. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I love that for you. Yeah. I, that's how every bride should feel. You should feel like the best version of yourself. Mm-hmm. You should feel like this is the most beautiful I've ever looked. Yeah. But you still look like yourself. Exactly. Um, yeah. yeah. I think that, you know, ha- again, like having a great photo beauty team together, it just, it just, it fosters such a good day for a couple. I mm-hmm. mean, you can't it's it, it's just a good it's just a good day i love walking away from a wedding day feeling you know fulfilled creatively but also relationship wise it's just it's yeah. the best. no definitely it's awesome and i think yeah if you if you have a situation you know being supportive is really mm-hmm. the takeaway there like you know just get through it as best you can yeah, <laughs> yeah. Katie, this has been so good i i like love everything that you said and i feel like so empowered now because i know a little bit more you know like i feel like okay i can i can understand how i can make this uh two teams work together better yes 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 i I love that and i hope that all of your weddings from here on out have concierge touch-up services (laughs) with them yeah no i think that's a, a wonderful tip and a wonderful thing to to advocate for like i had i personally can talk that i had this experience recently and i was like this is next level like this is what mm-hmm. i need and i think people need to realize that it's available and if you offer it great i mean do you mm-hmm. think everybody offers this or, or no? no i do know that there are definitely some teams who prefer 
not to do that. And I will say that the, the you know, the most of those teams are going to be volume-based businesses because they might be doing more than one wedding in one day. Gotcha. But when you get into, you know, high, lovely luxury weddings, you've, I mean, for me personally, I don't want to do more than like 30 weddings a year. Mm-hmm. And that's because over half of my weddings are not just one day, they're multiple days. Right. So I'm gone Thursday or even like I have one in November. I'm going to be gone Wednesday through Sunday because there's events early starting early Thursday and then Friday, Saturday, obviously. And even sometimes uh, brides are hiring us to come do hair and makeup for their uh, farewell brunch, mm-hmm. which I think I love that because I can't tell you how many times the brides have said to us, like, this is the day I needed you the most because they're so hungover and puffy <laughs> and they do not get much sleep and they just want to roll out of bed and take a shower and come sit down in a chair and have their hair blown out and their makeup done real quick. Um, and it just makes them feel so much better. Yeah, I love that. Um, but um, also, I didn't want to say this. This is absolutely nothing to do with anything that you asked me. I just find it so interesting when photographers don't know this information. Oh, share it. Yeah. There are a lot of products in makeup and skincare um, that have some ingredients that cause flashback in oh, photography. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and sunscreen is a big culprit that often has the zinc and sunscreen causes flashback. And well, explain, all- explain what flashback is. Okay. So I think um, for the, probably the, a lot of some people listening, you may have seen photos. It all, it happens a lot for like red carpet tabloid, like look at such and such as awful makeup at the Oscars. You'll see like white patches on people's face. Mm-hmm. Like it looks like they, literally have like weird white circles under their eyes or like a white stripe across their face or something like that. I think that often happens when the makeup artist used a mineral based or something mineral based um, that has zinc in it um, that causes those white patches. It's literally a thing that pops up in flash photography. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's other products that I've, you know, like I said, sunscreen does it when you rub sunscreen all over a face, it can make you look like a floating head. Like your face will literally look 10 shades lighter than the rest of your body. Even when you have foundation over it, it comes through the foundation. Right. Um, Nicole Kidman has a very famous picture. Yes. Yes. I was going to, I was trying to think, I know I've seen Nicole Kidman. I feel like I've seen like the Miley Cyrus has had some and it can happen to women of color as well like it's oh. not it's not just white women it's it's or caucasian women it's women of color as well mm-hmm. um but um and also there are a lot of primers or moisturizers or you know just like makeup products that say like glowy dewy skin and they will cause flashback yeah so if you get that in your photos that's why yeah Good to know. Flashback is real. It is real. It is real. <laughs> but usually, I mean, but you need to be using a flash, right? Like, does it? I don't think it just shows up in natural light. Is that right? Oh yeah. Well, well, I've had I had a product <laughs> come to me uh, uh, in a um, like a gratis a, a marketing thing, like a PR kit. And I was yeah, a PR kit, and I was excited to try it out, and I tried it out um, in a situation where there was natural light. And I was shocked to see the result. Like her, her skin was quite a bit lighter. So mm-hmm. 
yes, it is primarily with flash, but I think that there are certain things that can pop up even in natural light. All right. Well, that's good to know. I think flashback. Yeah. No one really talks about that, but it does happen. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so good. Shady, this has been so great. Thank you thank so you much so for much. being here. We finally thank did you. it. You're on the show. Yay. Yay. Thank you for having me. <laughs> of course. Of course. You have to come back. So let's yes. tell everybody where they can find about find out more about you, your services, and of course, mm-hmm. say hello online. Yes. So I love Instagram. You can find us at Cannabis and Quaff. Um, and then our website is canvasandquaff.com. And I am a literally a daily, nightly scroller on TikTok. So okay. you can also find me TikTok. I love to send people funny wedding TikToks. So send me some if you find some. Um, <laughs> I love that. I I'm send reels. Always, I always yes. send funny reels. Yes, reels and TikToks. Um, I, but I, I love talking to other wedding industry friends about stuff. So if you have questions about beauty or makeup or whatever, please feel free to send me a DM on Instagram or an email. Hello at canvasandquaff.com. Awesome. Awesome. Well, you guys can swipe on up right now, click on the show notes and all these links will be in there and you can say hi to Shaney and let her know you listened to today's episode. Shaney, thank you so much. Thank I hope you, you come Jay. back again soon. Yes. Thank you. today's episode i want to give a huge shout out and a big thank you to shaney for being here and being our wonderful guest i'm so happy you're on the show if you guys want to find out more about shaney and canvas and quaff be sure to swipe on up click those show notes and let her know you listened to today's episode all right you guys i can't wait to share our next cup of tea together bye